You're listening to Community Radio. This is 8CCC FM 102.1 in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek. And this is Kitchen Radio, a new show all about seasonal food, what's growing here in your local community and what to do with it in your kitchen. Oh, look at that. And we're off to a cracking start at 5.34. Welcome to Kitchen Radio. Hi, Vic. Good afternoon, Rita. Good afternoon. And I'd like to also welcome Margaret Carew here. Hello. Hello, Margaret. Thanks for coming in and sharing Kitchen Radio with us. So, anyone been cooking anything exciting this Uh, week? Oh, yes, that's right. We have a format. (laughs) Oh, we're sitting here like stunned mullets. Well, actually, I am sitting here like a stunned mullet. So, cooking this week. Did not prepare my thoughts beforehand. Um, I can see you've been cooking, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, What have I been cooking? She says to someone who doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I'm, are you asking me? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I Go made on. a salad niçoise this week and I actually followed mm. a really simple f- recipe I found at the um, the library rather than do my own salad niçoise, which had um, steamed potatoes in it, which I wouldn't normally put in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, And I actually, there were lots of local ingredients in it that I had as well. So I went out and got eggs from the Happy Farmer and I got snow peas and... Not the tuna. I wasn't able to ca- catch a tuna here in Alice Springs, no. but I was able to catch a tin of tuna. Yes, yeah. you weren't going to buy it so-called fresh from Milner. Yeah. No. Okay. I remember many years ago, the first time I remember distinctly having a nichoir, I felt very grown up. I was like about 18 and I ordered one in a cafe in Barum. And I, you know, I was like, what is that? It's like a salad of the day. It's like whatever's in the fridge. And that's from Nice, salad niçoise. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's got those Mediterranean ingredients like tuna and tomatoes and olives and capers if you've got them, anchovies. Yeah, I mean, I think salad niçoise has some core ingredients. Do you ever cook a salad niçoise, Margaret? I often make salad niçoise. What's the core of your salad niçoise? Well, it needs to have egg, tuna, capers, parsley, tomato... Olives? Olives, lettuce. And anchovies? Anchovies. It's a complex salad. You yeah, it is. There are, there. Yeah, it's oh. not just like it's got these two ingredients. And olive oil, of course. Yeah. Lemon juice. And tomatoes. It really should have tomatoes. Mm. Well, I feel like I'm definitely sitting on the <laughs> wrong side of the, the panel here. I'm, uh, as usual, one of yeah. those ignorant cooks who just thinks it's bits of whatever you've got in the fridge. And it's always delicious. Yeah. I made my version of a salad nishwa this week. You've prompted me to remind me. And I had leftover couscous. And I did a very lovely salad of what was in the fridge. It had uh, capsicum, not capsicum, cucumber, avocado, uh, some pickles Mm -hmm. and some mango. And I did it with some fresh salmon, some fried salmon. It was delicious. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's a salad nisswa, so I think that's a salad. A bit of dressing, a bit of of sesame oil and (laughs) yeah. Well, it's what... It sounds good. I was yeah. thinking of it like a salad nishua, but no, it's nothing to do yeah. with it, is it? Well, I've had the week off work, which has meant that I've actually been having big lunches and, and really ah. light dinners, so that's what I can do when I'm not working. Yes. It's been very nice. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. I thought of something that I cooked. Yeah. So that was uh, accidental. Thanks for the mental prompt. I did my sort of my circuit when I walked the dog past the community garden, um, thinking that this week we might do broad beans. Yes. And I went into the community garden and the broad beans were just all like just not so much dead but failed I'd yeah, say at okay. the moment. Were so they fallen over? Yeah they've fallen over and I know they were flowering and I thought they were fruiting like one or two weeks ago and there was just nothing they've just fallen over and it's just like they've just suffered in the heat. Yeah mm. and it was mm. a hot snap. Yep. It w- might did get do that. a hot snap and also it was very windy earlier in the week wasn't it? 
Yeah. 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 So maybe that, I just wondered about that all falling over. They're a, they're a kind of uh, top-heavy plant to support themselves, aren't they, in a, they wi- in a windstorm? So, you know, so I was looking for an ingredient for this week, so thinking it was going to be broad beans, and, of course, I was confronted with the fact that it wasn't going to be – it isn't broad beans. So then I kept going around the corner, and then, in fact, it was Margaret who – you know, suggested to me what the ingredient of the week should be. And it's something that's really very much in season right now. It is. I'm I'm as excited when you suggested it because it seems quite left of field in some ways. I reckon that uh, not many people would guess it. But there you go. We can... So should we just do a little bit of a drum roll and uh, before we announce it? Okay. Okay. Let's uh, do a bit of a drum roll. Yeah, hang on. Yes. And let's announce what the uh, food of the week is. The food of the week is <laughs> yes. vine leaves. Vine leaves. Yeah. Very nice. Great and, vine leaves. And uh, for those of you, this is Community Radio, in case we didn't uh, introduce that at the start. This is 8CCC FM. Uh, community radio broadcasting live out of the studio here in Alice Springs and uh, up there in Tennant Creek and around the World Wide Webs. So if you're in Alice Springs, you will uh, you will know, I know the seasons are different everywhere, but you will know that yeah, the vine, the grapevines are all bursting madly into leaf at the moment, depending on uh, how much sun and how much shade they're getting. So if you're into... Dolmatas. Dolmatas. I actually had a text conversation with a friend interstate and she said, what oh, that's an interesting ingredient. What do you do with them other than dolmatas? And I thought, isn't that enough? Yeah, well, you can. Well, you can <laughs> let me why just do say, you need to have more than can, dolmatas? You can eat it as a vegetable as well. You can sort of use it like spinach and you can cook it. And I think we might do a tasting of some raw vine leaves today because apparently they're quite astringent and possibly fun or not to eat. Let's yeah. try them. I haven't tried them okay, yet. So, yeah, yeah. yeah but yes, yeah, vine leaves are associated with, with dolmatas. Yes. Yeah, and I have to say, I normally make my dolmatas later in the year and um, I'm confronted with some, because you need some quite large leaves to make dolmatas and they're often quite tough. And then when yes. I saw Margaret and Margaret suggested dolmatas mm. and then I did a bit of research and it's definitely the right time now, not in three months' time, to be making dolmatas because you really want the big leaves that are tender and yes. you can only really get them now while they're new. Super fresh and or super young, yes. Mm. Actually, when I was reading that, um, I'm just going to jump straight into recipes, but I was having a doing my research five minutes ago and um, it talks about uh, blanching the grapevine leaves, the fresh ones, but blanching to me means, you know, dipping in and out, basically, of boiling water. But it says blanching for two or three minutes. I oh, thought, wow. I think the ingredients, I think that varies. That's I've looked tough at, old leaves Yeah, there. I did a lot of comparisons of um, recipes. And I should say, I've, we've, we're doing a, a, a blind tasting with Beck today. So we've got <laughs> some dolmatas that <laughs> Margaret's made and that I've made. Whatever and that, pun, uh, insert whatever pun you like there. <laughs> <laughs> and that Woolworths haven't made, but they've sold... And someone made them. Mm. Someone made them. Some. And I, I found when I was comparing recipes that that actually varied quite a bit, Beck. Some of them will say just get the water to boiling point, put your vine leaves in for one minute and yes. then take them out. Others will say to boil it for two to three minutes. What did you find, Margaret? Well, I made them twice. And the first time I had a bit of time up my sleeve. So I followed the recipe recommendation, which was to boil them in quite salty water. Oh, salted water salty salty water Mm. and to then like to boil them for a few minutes and then take them out and refresh them in ice a bath of ice cold water so I did that and they came up quite nicely 
And then I made them on Tuesday night and I was a bit tired after work and I went down, got the leaves, brought them home and oh, okay, now I'll make them again. And I just boiled the water, very salty. I just chucked them in and turned the water off and I just left them yes. in the hot water. Mm-hmm. And then I just used them. Oh, you didn't put them like in a that. cold bath? Didn't worry about it. And it didn't she seem to make much time. a cold um, bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt like a cold bath afterwards. Um, so, yeah, I just think they're quite resilient little blighters and you mm. can knock them around a bit. So have you brought us a sample of each of those so that no. we can be the judge? <laughs> no, I made two lots of filling. I had filling left over, so you might, we might get two different fillings. I'm okay. not quite sure. I did take them to work on Wednesday because we had a Greek lunch, oh. which was convenient. That is very convenient. That was a bit time. of synchronicity. I can't remember. I think we might have some rice and pine nuts. Uh, and mint ones, yes. and then I made uh, rice and currants. Yes, didn't have any mint left. So let's mm. see how the flavour profile comes sure. out. Sure, and there seems to be a look quite a wide variation in recipes for domatoes. I've noticed. Yes, and um, many years ago when I was teaching t- um, in a Brunswick Community Centre in Melbourne, and I had students from Syria and Lebanon and Turkey and Egypt, they all brought in their version of domatoes, and we did a tasting. So I've got some history here <laughs> with domatoes, and there was quite a lot of difference. But the point I'm just yeah. making is that there is a, a it's like falafel. You get the, a version of domata in a lot of um, Middle Eastern cuisines. I imagine so, or different variants of pasta, regional variants. Yeah. So many. One of the big variants seems to be whether or not you eat them hot or cold, and that's Uh to do with whether or not they've got meat or not meat. Yeah, I Um, learned that today from from you, and I thought that was fascinating because I've I've definitely had them both ways, that more sort of hot tomato-y type one, and I never thought about the difference being the meat, but there you go. I think they're best when they've been cooked and sat in the pot for a while and they've cooled down on the stove, Mm. but they're still warm. Okay. Mm. Definitely room temperature, I think they're a lot better. Freshly made. Yes. Never refrigerated. So, Marg, have you made them with and without meat, or you would always? I've never made them with meat. Yes. Okay. I've eaten them with meat with from relatives, and they're okay. They're okay, but you know, I wouldn't sort of. I I haven't liked them enough with meat to make them with meat. I like them made without meat. Yes, I would have have thought of them as a vegetarian thing. They're often. um, I was commenting earlier. Oh yeah, it's another kitchen hack for uh, bush workers isn't it they, mm. to take the tin of dolmatas you know when you're working out working remote yeah great little vegetarian kind mm. of you know fallback and it is a great fallback sort of, of road. for when you're going out and you have to bring you know uh, a something a plate is to you know use a tin of dolmatas and then put your own dressing on it so you get a real sense of oh, i've kind of got some ownership I over I this <laughs> oh. kind of sort of yeah, yeah. When you talked about dressing earlier i didn't quite get what you meant but yes now i understand you could warm them up well actually so what i've got here is lemon juice olive oil and garlic dressing which you can put on top of your dolmatas to freshen them up yes yep. okay especially if they're a a tinned variety. Yes. Yeah, so um, let's move on to the tasting. Okay. Yeah, I think the tasting is a lot of fun. So we've got four domatas here. So we've got two tinned domatas. We've got domatas that I made and domatas that Margaret made. Yes. So maybe you could go through each one and just maybe talk about what its uh, attributes are and then which one yes. you like best or not. Yes. It's not a competition. So no. All right. Well, straight up, I'm going to go for this one. Can you one. show me which one? Yes. I'm going to go for this one. For that one. one. Okay. That looks definitely like it's not come out of a tin the the, uh, vine leaves are very neatly and tightly wrapped 
I don't know why that makes me think it hasn't come out of a tin. And I think tomatoes, you can use your fingers. Oh, well, I don't know, because I think we all want to share this, don't we? There are more, though. I don't know why I get to... Um, because we made them. I don't know why I get to do the on-air tasting. I'm feeling kind of privileged and kind of singled out. Oh, wow. Mm. Well... Now well, maybe I'm you shouldn't have to talk all the way through the eating mm. too, so... And as soon as I put it in my mouth, I thought, they taste so familiar that I think they might be tinned. But maybe the tinned ones taste like homemade ones. I'm sure this has to be homemade. Because I've never tasted anything like it. And I've eaten the tinned ones a lot. <laughs> that first one I picked, I thought, oh, for sure that's homemade because it looks so distinctly different. It was very pretty, wasn't it? Definitely tinned. It has a t- that... Well, anyway. tin taste. Look, I've only tasted two out of four. Okay, second one. Um, it looks a little bit more loosely rolled, uh, telling me that it's homemade and very flavoursome textured rice. <laughs> Anything I'm else about the so, rice? So singled out and under pressure. <laughs> what kind of rice do you think it is, Beck? I wondered if that might be slightly wholemeal type. Brown rice, maybe. It's. I don't think it is brown rice, but it's got um, certainly textured, yeah, firm texture. Uh, oh, now that is good. So, Margaret, did you do all your rolling by yourself or did your daughters help you? Uh, my funny. daughters, well, there's only one daughter at home at the moment. No, she didn't roll, Rosie, um, but Simon definitely helped the first time. But I must say I had to pull him up a bit on his technique. Okay, was it, it was not a tight bit, enough? Well, it just does take a little bit of practice to get the get the rolling mm. right and one thing you realize once you've made them uh you know once you've rolled a few is that the vine leaf is actually designed to roll up a filling mm-hmm. it's just got these it wraps itself mm. and you've just got to know exactly where to t- wrap and where to tuck and once you get that sorted out you can be very consistent and you can roll them very tight Okay, wow. so so shall back I to Beck. This? I know. Shall I, I just want to know: Have you you've tried all four, Beck? I've tried all four. Okay, For me, and that's the best. That, okay, I mean, that's the best technique. I need to sample them all and then work backwards there. Um, I now have sussed which are the two shop. Okay, ones. so you want to point out which you think are the two sh- um, shop bought ones? The, these two, smaller, s- yep. smaller two, yep. um, and they are quite distinctly different. I'd be interested in which one. There's something about. Hang on. I'll get to uh, Woolies. So one's made in Poland and one's made in Greece. Okay. There's something about the brand Always Fresh. Always worries me. Always worries me. Me too. I didn't want to buy the Always Fresh brand. I thought, haven't they got anything better than that? They didn't have any Gaganas? No, no, but I only went to Woolies. But I don't know that, I don't think Afghan sell Domatas anymore. I think Coles might sell. The other option was Woolworths Home Brand and that's no yeah, it worries me just as much. But I would be interested in which one was which because one of these I did think is nicer than the other. I reckon it must be the Woolies the, brand. The first one was the Woolies brand and the yeah. second one was the other brand. Oh, okay. So Woolies brand. Woolies brand of the two shop brought wins it for me. Yeah. Now, these two are distinctly different. So one has um, quite soft rice and pine nuts and very uh, or comparatively white-looking rice to the other one. Uh, and the, yeah, the other one I can see tomato in possibly more of a um, oily and herby mixture inside, and I can also see the colouring of the saffron. I'm guessing mm. this is Rita. Yeah, Rita's <laughs> cooking because I had a look at the recipe that 
she probably used. So I'm guessing they're from deduction. How did I do? Mm, really well. Mm, Would you yeah. like me to pass Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I definitely cooked mine in um, saffron Sorry, but it water. It's delicious. <laughs> and I put uh, tomatoes in mine as well. I want to taste yours. That's mine there. I want to taste yours, Margaret. <laughs> but I did have pine nuts in mine Can as well. Can I ask, how did you rate the um, leaf itself? Yeah. Like toughness bite of the leaf and so on because that's a factor it is a factor and i didn't pay enough attention pass that plate back no <laughs> i'm just too late i'm just kidding <laughs> we'll have a second round after um after post show second round and mull it over over and over and over because i no, found when i um made them one year at christmas time we were here for a christmas and we yes. went to a do and I thought I'll make dolmatas and I made them. I took them and they were a bit chewy. They were tasty, but the leaves were a bit chewy. So and I think that's because one reason is because it's a bit late in the season, they're a bit old, but I don't think yep. I use salt. Um, and when you put salt in, it softens the veggies. Yes, yeah. So that's one way to get soft veggies and yes. you find that a lot in. Like the, the veggies at Casa Nostra, they're always really soft. They're salted to the heck. <laughs> Boiled. That's why they're so delicious. Boiled for 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So they lose a bit of their colour, mm. but they go soft. And I think that's a really top tip with the dolmati yes. leaf, with the vine leaf itself. Mm. And is it, it's, it's definitely a couple of layers of leaf. Hey? You want no, leaf, it's just, just one, one leaf. leaf. One leaf. Okay. Well, you yeah. need a decent sized leaf. Yeah. Um, I made some with quite small leaves, mm-hmm. and they were quite small dolmatis, but okay. they still wrapped up okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the big differences I find between the, the ones that I've just eaten now is the, is the rice. Yes. So I actually cooked mine with organic brown rice because oh, I so find organic brown rice. brown rice sort of cooks a little bit differently than just yeah. normal brown rice. Um, I found mine were a bit chewy after the, and I also didn't roll them really tightly because the recipe I had cooked them for about 15 minutes yes. and it said not to roll them tightly so that they had enough time to expand. But I think that because I didn't roll them tightly enough, they, they were a little bit, it didn't hold together. Yes. And possibly also because it's brown rice that they don't, don't have that sort of that gluten yes. quality that mm. holds it together. Yeah, the so just something to, I think the, I would make them with brown rice again, mm. right. over white rice. Yeah, yeah. okay. So did um, you um, come up with that variant yourself or you followed a recipe? That's no, no, I've brown used brown rice. rice before and I was really happy with the mm. um, with, with the dolmata and no one really noticed it and said, oh, you've used brown rice. But it's interesting doing the comparison because that's what I would say is the big difference between mine. Yes. Um, apart from the flavours, my, my filling's quite a different flavour than all the others as well. Yeah, I thought they were I thought they were all, the two homemade ones were definitely, your two were definitely quite different from each other. I the shop bought yeah. ones were more familiar, but again, they were quite different as well. Yeah. Did you have a preference? Um, I haven't had the second shop one. Let me just have the second. I I quite like the other shop one. I thought the shop one was okay. Did you have an opinion? Hmm. I haven't tried the shop ones. I just went Hmm. straight to the homemade ones. Is that a shop one? Yeah, the second shop one's got dill in it, which I really like dill. Dill's good in Yeah. There's no dill growing at the community garden at the moment. No, no, it's not the Woolies one, the other one. So okay. the Woolies one's the Greek one. So the Polish one's got dill in it. Ah, uh, yes. And the Woolies one um, so doesn't. The, the Always Fresh. I think the Woolies one, the texture's better, but I think the um, Always Fresh has got dill in it, which 
I think it's actually missing even from mine. Yeah, there's no local dill, so you have mm. to actually buy it, which oh. I find I've a bit sad. Have you? Mm. Okay. Did yep. you pick up that deal. I had currants? Oh, no, no actually, that, that was the, the first filling I made. I've made some others with currants, and I'm interested to, to find out yeah. what the I was like. specifically asked not to put currants in mine by yeah. members of my family, so, yeah, I thought boo. Yeah. I've made yeah. them once in my life, and... Um, Yes, I'd found them, you know, quite a bit of work. I love to try, you know, play with food and try things like that. But then, you know, then I've done it and I think, okay, I don't need to do that every week. I'm quite amazed at your efforts, both of you, to be making them. Making well, them I find, look, I find some of these, um, I don't know, recipes or these items to cook, the more you cook them, the less fuss they are. It's mm. probably more if you yes. do them really rarely that it seems like a really big fuss. But True. if I do them regularly they're not a big fuss and I know last year I picked yes. a whole lot of vine leaves and I didn't use them and I felt really bad about yeah. that vine yes. you know that I denuded yes. and then I never even made dolmata so I did check in with Jeff Meyer and say is it okay to take the leaves off the um the vine the grapevine did you for dolmatas yeah oh, and that. he said yeah that's okay don't take too many but uh, it should be okay yes okay yeah. and I was I was worried about that vine at the community garden if I was stripping it each day and then Margaret was stripping it. And well, I only went twice. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't look any different. No, I me I, in fact, I think it was growing leaves each day. It was, was like Jack and the Beanstalk. Like leaves. the more that I uh, I picked, the more it was growing, yeah. So but just some things to remember when you're yes. making dormatis. So apart from, you know, there's a few variants in terms of how you prepare your vine leaf and you can buy brined leaves, um, not in Alice Springs, but not in as far as we know. Middle Eastern uh, grocery shops in... Uh, major capital cities yes. is that the thing to do is that you have to you roll them up not on the shiny side you roll them up on the the flat side mm. yes. shiny side down shiny yes. side down so veins and you take the stalk up. off you have to cut that stalk out and then you've got to put your rice across the middle mm. and you want to follow that on Margaret and then you've got to fold. yeah and just don't use much rice a yep. teaspoon of rice is enough yeah okay because it's only partly cooked the yeah that's the other thing it so it's got more cooking to do yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. you, and yeah. you just well don't want to have rice spilling out. Yes. So it's got to just be a small amount of rice. And when I first made them, it seemed like it wasn't enough. And I erred on the side of more rice. Yes, and I will never do are, that again. Your ones are quite... Yeah, I prefer small ones as well. Like I made mine varied because I some my recipe said to use a tablespoon. And then I, as I was using a tablespoon, I was thinking, this is actually a little bit too much rice to actually fit in the yeah. vine leaf. So yes. I, I varied mine at all different sizes. <laughs> and mine actually fell apart a bit. And that's because I didn't, I think I didn't roll them tightly enough, as I said before. It would be a, um, a dinner party trap, wouldn't it? To, yes, I know it falls apart. Oh, yeah. falls apart. Mm. But I did like the saffron in mine, I have to say. I any opportunity to use saffron, That's I true. will use it. That's yeah. true. Saffron is it's a bit like using the grape leaves because the um, they just seem like such a delicious ingredient to play with or such a you know ex exquisite ingredient to play with. But, of course, the recipe does say if you don't have fresh grape vine leaves on hand, you can use spinach or not spinach but mm. silver beet perhaps. Or, or cabbage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, um, which is a slightly different, bit different again. meal, yeah. But, uh, of course, you can, but it's like how much fun is it to... There's something beautiful Seems about so the vine, the idea of the vine leaf is. coming in, summer coming on, yes. the shade, you know, and like Greek people have sat under the shade of vine arbours for yes. thousands and thousands of years and 
I just love that sense of seasonality and yeah. continuity yeah. that yes. you get there. Well, that is, um, this is a, I think this is a perfect kitchen radio secret ingredient this week. I mean, they've all been perfect so far, but just just that uh, that looking at what's in season. That's the Just looking at your, your, at your door and seeing what's there the and point what of you can cook with radio it. radio show that's um, Rita's brainchild. But, yeah, <laughs> it's like what's in season in our local community, what's available now and that we can use in our kitchens and what to do with it. So, yeah. Um, do you want to try? Do you want to try and eat it raw? Yes. Okay. Let's have a. You we'll have a taste. Let's have a nibble. <laughs> oh, oh, it's um, it's got flavour. <laughs> wow, mm. it's quite sour. Yeah. You wouldn't want to use this as a. We wouldn't want to replace lettuce or a leaf green. We, no. But you could, could put a do a bit of a finnis yep. herb I agree. type thing in. Yeah. Mm. It reminds me of there was this um, weed that we used to eat when we yeah. were kids called oxalis. Those little oh. yellow flowers. And we used to call it sauerkraut. Yeah. No, you right. I know this too. Yeah. Mm. I was thinking it's a very familiar flavour, but mm. yeah. I couldn't think but what a bit it was. odd. It's nice, but you wouldn't, you really want to use it sparingly. It's, it's, so just to describe it, it's sour. Mm. Definitely sour and green. Yes, yes. sour yeah. and green is a good little bit bitter. Mm. You could always blanch them off with salt. And yeah, try that as a veggie too. Yeah, so I, I did come across a recipe. So two variants was that instead of using rice for your tomatoes, you can use lentils. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and another one where they actually um, you know, fried up onions and mushrooms and added the um, vine leaves as as an ingredient. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, an interesting okay. take. Yeah. yeah. On the inside as well as the outside. Mm. Mm. Yes, I know the um, the Claudia Rodin. Is that how you say her? Roden, yeah. Roden uh, cookbook that you shared with me that I haven't seen before, but absolutely beautiful. But yes, she lists many, many variants, regional variants from yep. Iraq, Syria, Iran, Egypt, uh, so on and so on. Yes, different. Now, I also read that there's a difference between the um, the leaves of the um, white grape and the um, purple grape. Oh, yes, I guess there would but be. I couldn't remember. I don't know what those grapes... Those grapes, because they're not my grape vines. I they don't know. are white grapes. Are they okay? Mm. And they those vines grow good grapes. Yeah, they mm. do. Yeah, you can mm. just go and grab a bunch and mm. eat them at following, some point through. Following along in the theme of what you can, what's all right to take through the fence of the neighbours, etc., etc. Yeah, well, th- We've these been are doing the uh, citrus, yeah. mulberries, grapevine leaves. Mm. Yeah, and mine were overhanging uh, leaves. Were yours too, or did you go in and pick them? Well, first day I was outside. Second day, I was inside. Okay. <laughs> it was easier from the outside, to be honest. Yeah. But I just happened to be in there with yeah. my bag and my scissors. Okay, yeah. I just didn't have scissors. I just, I just kind of gradually stripped them. And I, and I walked home with them like it was a wedding <laughs> bouquet. And my recyclable bag. <laughs> so um, We are, of course, talking about the community garden, which... Um, both Marg and Rita are paid-up members, as am I. So uh, just in case anybody's out there listening, just in case there's any listeners tonight who are thinking, how cheeky is that? Uh, we're paid-up members, and I guess that's part of part of what it is, being community. And uh, just to give them a plug, there's a big social do on tomorrow evening, Saturday night, if you're here in Alice Springs, then a big social fundraising do on at the community garden tomorrow evening from 6pm, so you can uh, get on down for some lemon cordial and pizza, wood fire pizza and 
etc 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 check out the grapevine while you're check there. out the grapevine yeah take your scissors and you know at the moment the grapevine just to sort of segue into something totally different is you can actually see the very like immature um you know, bunches, bunches of grapes on it. And it's like, oh, my God, I didn't know that's how grapes grow. So it's no. worthwhile just going past and having having a look at that. It's really beautiful. It is mm. very beautiful and exciting. I've got the grapevines at home and they've got those. Yep. Yeah, for the best year so far, I've got some, inc- like, exquisite little bunches yeah. coming on. But they're quite small leaf. I'm not quite sure yeah. what affects the leaf growth, whether it's just know. the nutrients. Probably the species. Or the, yeah, I don't know. I think mine probably a bit – I know they're a tough – a tough um, – plant but i think probably i don't nurture them enough yeah. if they get so more feed more water they're probably bigger leaf yeah mm. so just one little word of warning for anybody who decides look i'm going to go out and make tomatoes i'm always really careful about where i take my leaves from if they're not my own because you want to make sure that they haven't been sprayed mm, so yeah. that's what i would suggest that you just check um that you, you get them from a, a trusted source Rather like, than like um, Woolworths, or <laughs> always no, no, the leaves, not the domatas. Yeah, the oh, leaves. Wow. No, no, no look, please make your own domatas. They're so much better, sure. and they don't have the gluggy rice feel at all to them. No, or taste. They don't have that mouth feel. They are so much better, but I have to say that the old tin of domatas in the um, you know the road trip mm. emergency box. Yeah, it's boxes. good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, and if you're out bush or you're living in a in a community, yeah, it's a great thing to have. It's a tin of domatas in is. your pantry. It is. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I think we're about done tonight. You're wrapping us up. Fair I'm enough. wrapping us up. Unless you've got something more to add. No, I think uh, I think we're we're good. So yeah. that's a dolmati then. That's the dolmati. It's a wrap. <laughs> Okay, just we could add a few things, but you oh, can yeah. use vine leaves to wrap your sardines around. Oh yeah, I like the sound of that. Very yeah, much. that was really nice. And you can find cheeses, like cheeses with um, grapevines around them because I think it does actually impart a flavour as we've as we've noted from the the mm. raw grape so grape leaf, grape oh, vine leaf. So you're saying wrap. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. actually have. You can buy from Milner. I did actually yeah. have just last week a, a cheese, a, a very stinky. Goat's cheese yep. that you can get from Milner, which is with I his think wrapped in vine leaves. A French cheese, yeah, it is like yeah. a chèvre that's wrapped in um, vine leaves. Yeah, I'm totally wrong, but tastes delicious. Yeah, but and yeah. also the idea of you know wrapping sardines or um, fish is really yes. nice. I reckon I'm going to give it a go with the sardines. I, I do. I'm a bit of a, a sardine fan, and you can buy those lovely fresh ones mm. from Milner. I reckon I'm going to give that recipe a go. Yep. Because it's not just about sort of a little, a little wrapping. It's actually also imparting a flavour. And I think that was quite clear from the Dolmatas. It's not just the filling. I think there is definitely yes. a flavour that's being imparted there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, to go out tonight, I, I looked for a song and I found this song by the, um, the Sons of the South. And it's not a grapevine song, but it does have sort of some, you know, some some elements there. So the song is Ivy Vine and Green Leaves, and it's a bluegrass song, and it's very much, I think, in keeping with this summer feel we've got and the, the deep south. They're a band from Louisiana. Thanks for listening. This is, as we said, Community Radio, 8 C FM, 102.1 FM on your dial. And uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope to uh, talk to you again next week.